Welcome to the Divine Joy Circle with your host, Tina Van Leuven. This podcast is for soul-inspired entrepreneurs who find it challenging to create and maintain their ideal work-life balance. Listen in and experience how you can let joy be your guide to creating money, miracles, and true wealth in all aspects of your life and business. Hi, I'm Tina, and thanks for taking time out of your busy day to join me here inside the Divine Joy Circle for today's episode, as we'll be talking about how making one small tweak or change in your business or life can have huge ripple effects. Perhaps you know what I'm talking about. I recently enrolled in a awesome business mentoring program for the next 12 months, and I was experiencing feeling completely overwhelmed with my inbox. I had over 8,000 emails in that inbox and over half of them were unread. So every time when I would open up that inbox, it'd be like, oh, really should be doing something about this. But I was feeling resistance to going through all those emails. And so it kept piling up, piling up, piling up, you know, put it on the for one day calendar. Maybe you can relate. Anyway, I decided that I was going to ask for help here. See if anybody in the community may perhaps have some tips or suggestions as to how I could better manage my emails, get that inbox cleared, preferably in a way that wasn't going to take me hours or days or weeks. So all sorts of suggestions came in, some great tools, great apps that I could use. And then one of the mentors actually suggested that I simply select all and press delete, trusting that what was important would definitely come back to me. And otherwise, well, it didn't need to be in there anyway, and how it would free up my time. So my initial response to this was, what? Oh my God, what if I miss an email? What if I miss responding to somebody? And I just realized, now you know what? He's right. Actually suggesting that if something is important, if I've forgotten to answer an email and it is really important, then surely they will reach out to me again. So I took a deep breath. I had placed emails that were important in folders before, you know, so it's like if things were really important to me, they have been assigned to a folder. So I decided to just quickly do a scan through, see if there was anything that I had missed. And for the first whatever hundred emails I looked at, realized, no, nope, this can all go. So I did it. I pressed select all and hit delete. Now, wouldn't you know it, my computer decided to not cooperate and I had to repeat it three times talk about having some resistance or inner gremlins in the way, you know, trying to prevent me from clearing these emails out or whatever it was. Anyway, finally, I looked at the inbox and saw the zero. They were gone. You know, it was amazing. That seems like a pretty small step to take, perhaps a small tweak, but the impact of it was huge. And it's often you know, when you have something shift like this, you do it something that may seem insignificant or may seem small, or maybe it does seem big, but you take this action and you don't realize until after you've taken the action, how big the impact actually has been. What I discovered was that first of all, the relief that I felt from having an empty inbox, it was like having done a huge clean out, you know, huge decluttering and having a clean home. Now my inbox was clean. 
oh, that felt so good. And next thing I realized, how much having this inbox there piling up with emails. And so on some level, waiting for me to be doing something about it was actually really distracting me. And in that distraction, it was zapping my energy and it was taking away my focus from where it is best placed, you know, focusing my energy and attention on what really matters, what's important. And it sort of reminded me of, you know, in flying, in my flying days, oftentimes the pilots would say, you know, they have the whole flight plan prepared before they go and they take into consideration the weather patterns and the traffic conditions and everything. But inadvertently along the way, you know, things would happen that were unexpected. And so they'd have to make course adjustments. Sometimes one degree change, a few degrees change in direction or in altitude, and that would change the original plan, but actually optimize reaching the destination. So, you know, making some small adjustments to ensure that you have an optimal experience. Or like with sailing, for example, you know, you may change the course by one degree and that may at first not seem like a big deal, but over time that one degree can get you to a completely different destination than if you hadn't made the change. So perhaps there's an area in your life or business where you feel that energy is not flowing optimally or things are not going the way you would like them to. So what if you were to ask yourself the question, what needs to shift here. Perhaps you could ask yourself, you know, what needs to be let go of? You know, I'm back to my inbox story, for example. I mean, obviously, if you have requirements, legal requirements that you are to keep emails for a certain time, then you're bound to have a collection of emails there. But when you assign those to folders or have some organizing system in place, then they don't need to be in your inbox when you open your email. And so you may experience that same feeling of relief, knowing that it's all cleaned up and it's not going to take a whole lot of time to go through your emails each day once that inbox is sorted out. Another way that this can play out is, for example, bringing awareness to where you may be spending money on things that you don't really think of as a big deal, but when you add it up, it's actually quite significant. Another area where this can really have an impact and may actually be surprising, it was for me when I first started adding it up, was when I realized that I was buying a coffee every day. And it was when I was still flying, you know, it was always a Starbucks on the way to the gate. So I'd buy a latte or buy a cappuccino or whatever, easily five bucks. And as someone had asked me, you know, do you do that? Add up how much is actually spent each year. When I realized that that was $1,700 and there was something else that I wanted to purchase, I wanted to invest my money in. The next time that I was about to buy a coffee, I actually just checked in with myself. Am I doing this out of habit? Because I'd done this on the way to the gates and everyone else was doing it. Or do I really feel like a coffee right now? So my choice was made on whether I actually really felt like having it, whether it was something that I was really choosing consciously in that moment, or was it just a habit? Bringing awareness to some of these habits can have quite an impact in other areas too, right? Now, where this can get interesting, I mean, I've noticed this within myself and within clients over the years. If there's a part of you that believes that in order for you to create really big changes in your life, there have to be huge action steps that have to be taken. 
or it has to be something big, you know. So therefore, if you're considering making one small change, you may very easily brush that aside and be on the lookout for something huge, which is often actually an interesting way that the inner saboteur gets to play with you. Obviously unconscious, but once you bring it into awareness, now you've got power, you can choose. It's so easy to just get in a rut, you know, where you're just going through the motions and doing things just because that's the way you've always done it. And the same goes with our thinking patterns, you know, the beliefs that we have, the inner agreements and the programs that we have running. Many times there are agreements in place to say, well, this is just the way it is here on planet Earth. And so therefore that includes limitations and it includes all kinds of stuff that actually may have been relevant and optimal many, many years ago, who knows. But questioning what actually works for you now can be an incredibly liberating experience. Finding yourself saying no to things that you automatically were saying yes to or the other way around. So you're really getting clear on what actually matters to you, what actually feels right and what feels optimal for you. And then looking to see how maybe there is a small change in your life that will have a big impact. Another change that I recently made also as a result of this mentoring program and having questions asked to really review where I was spending my time and on what. So really becoming aware of where I was wasting time, where I was distracting myself. And by actually creating a timetable of sorts, you know, first of all, I just started to make a big list of everything that I've been doing, the things that need to be done. And, you know, insight that revealed from that was realizing that unless I write it down and actually allocate time to get this done, then more times than I can care to remember, I have found myself feeling, oh crap, didn't allocate time for this. And wouldn't you know, it's something I thought that I would just get done. Turns out taking hours or days and it totally would mess up my whole planning, my whole, my whole schedule. Which then the other part of me would say, oh, well, you know, just go with the flow and allow things to unfold. And, you know, when you make a plan, it's too rigid and it traps you. Well, this is the paradox of being alive on this planet, perhaps. Creating some kind of structure is actually creating boundaries that support you and having those boundaries in place when you know that you're going to be allocating a certain time for specific things will actually free up your time in other areas. And so what I did was actually start allocating meditation time in the morning First of all, you know, take care of the dogs or wherever cats I'm looking after and having breakfast, going out for a walk and then do my meditation because I really enjoy that. And having that kind of structure in place is actually really freeing up time throughout the rest of the day. And it's also really supporting my well-being. What would tend to happen before was that I would just meditate whenever I felt like it, which sometimes would result in it being late. And unless I had actually really committed to making sure that I was taking time for meditation, then I would say, oh, I'll do it tomorrow or I'd fall asleep. This is why I love 40 days, you know, the power of 40 days. When you commit to something for 40 days, take it to 90 days, then you actually really start seeing changes in your life. You know, it takes 40 days to change a habit. 
90 days to confirm that new habit, 120 days to be it, to really embody it. Now it's become like second nature. And they say a thousand days for mastery. So allowing yourself that 40 day time frame to create some changes in your life can be incredibly empowering. Certainly has been in my life. And I see that with all the 40 day programs as well, you know. Commit to showing up for yourself for those 40 days and change is inevitable, which is exactly why parts of you that do not want the change, even though you may consciously say you do, will come up with all sorts of reasons as to why today is not the day or they may distract you or you may get confused and forget about it or you feel overwhelmed or, you know, foggy brain kicks in all kinds of ways to suddenly realize, oops, day's gone and didn't get it done. So there are just so many ways that you can make small changes, small tweaks in your life, in your business, and discover that it has so many ripple effects that you may not even realize right now. But when you look back on it later, or you've had changes like that happen, and you look back now, you realize, wow, that was actually huge. So I wonder if you've had experiences with this, or maybe you have some tips or suggestions that you'd like to share that have made a big impact for you. And I'd love to hear from you. So go forth, let joy be your guide to a life and business that are worth waking up for every day. And until we meet again, many joyful blessings. Thanks for listening to the Divine Joy Circle with Tina Van Leuven. Visit innerdelight.com to learn more about Tina's fabulous new Divine Joy Circle membership offering and claim the Money and Miracles treasure chest, including meditations to boost your joy and money mojo.